Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, July 11th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today we're going to read a passage from the book of Ephesians. But before we do that, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for your faithfulness to the church as a whole, to each individual, that you have never forgotten your people and that you have blessed us, enriched our lives in ways we do not understand. May we go out and tell others of this great news and invite them into the story. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Friends, listen to our passage from the sixth chapter of the book of Ephesians, verses 10 through 17. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on, put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand, therefore, and fasten the belt of truth around your waist and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, how are you? How was your long weekend? And what is the best thing you've seen in the church recently? Okay, that's a lot of questions. That's a lot of questions. You can just pick one. <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, I had a great long weekend. Um, my family was out of town on the 4th of July, and I was home by myself. And I'm just going to tell you, it was awesome. Um, <laughs> you celebrated your independence I that did. day. <laughs> <laughs> that's darn right. Um, and I did exactly what I wanted, which was there was no noise in the house. There was no TV on. And I would, like, read and then put her around the house, maybe iron, come back, read some more. It was great. (laughs) And the last best thing I've seen in the church is on um, the July 4th, there was a barbecue for some of our senior adults. And this lovely, like, small group of women just, like, conceived of it, put it all together. Like, things were decorated. It was incredible. So that was, um, I don't know, I just love that of... um, I want this for our church, and I'm going to make it happen. It was pretty great. What yeah. about you? How are you? Uh, I am doing well. I'm doing well. On my 4th of July, I put in um, one of those, you know, outward curved 
rods on the shower like that it took you all day no it it was pretty quick but let me tell you it's like two inches of space it's changed my life well listen hotels known that for years right it seems like a totally bigger shower hotel day goodman is what we have (laughs) now um and i just uh every every Sunday, uh, the past three weeks, I've gotten the pleasure of teaching the yes. Sunday school on the saints, uh, and both the studying of that has been delightful, but also once we get in and learning about the saints and then hearing uh, what other people are getting out of it, what they've heard about mm-hmm. the saints, uh, the questions that they've had, it's just been a really lovely uh, yeah. uh, class and and growth for me and I think for, for the people who have had the ability to come. I got to be your student last yeah. Sunday and it was wonderful. <laughs> uh, but to our, to our scripture, this passage talks about armor and kind of gives us this martial imagery. Why do you think that is and, and why would Paul make use or make that to use this point? So, you know, Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus and they are at a point where persecution is a reality and Paul is writing from prison. And so he uses this imagery of like a Roman soldier. And he does that because I'm betting he's seeing them in the jail. He's probably looking at a Roman soldier Mm. every day, but Mm. also Roman soldiers were everywhere. It was a readily accessible image for people. Um, And so he uses that as kind of this metaphor of how he wants them to approach the world. And I love the very beginning, right, where he says, you know, be strengthened in the Lord. And I feel like right off the bat, he's reminding us that God is strong and God will strengthen us if we are open to that. And then he, you know, kind of goes into like what that exactly looks like, um, that they are to be people of truth and righteousness that they are to be a people who proclaim peace and faith and salvation. And so he uses this uh, militaristic metaphor, but all of the parts of the armor are um, things that aren't aggressive, right? They are truth and righteousness and peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's why he uses it. What do you think? Do you like this? Does it work for you um, to think about? So I like it. Uh, because I don't like it. And what I mean by that is, you know, um, I'm I'm not, I'm just not a fan of, typically not a fan of uh, militaristic metaphors because I've seen, uh, there have been instances in my life when I've seen the church use them and I think in inappropriate ways uh, that that aren't congruent with what I believe the gospel is. Yeah. But uh, what Paul is doing, what I love about this is Paul is, is taking all of these um, militaristic euphemisms and metaphors, uh, but none of it involves actually being militaristic in the world. <laughs> um, it, it, he, it's, it's completely ironic in so many ways, and that's so uh, wonderful how he, how he turns it on his head. Um, as, you know, Ephesians was what, written in 40, 50 A.D.? Sure. Yeah, 40 or 50. <laughs> uh, and about 50 years later, we'll have this whole revolt uh, with with the Jewish people and their temple will be destroyed. Uh, you know, and, and nowhere in this is Paul calling the uh, new Christians to take on, uh, you know, armor against their oppressors. But instead, he, he talks to this uh, this greater force that, that applies to us today of, of fighting against the powers of, 
uh, injustice and also fighting against those those things that are most destructive in our life, which is typically ego and sin, uh, and, and that is what we have uh, working in that. Yeah. It's interesting, too, the way he pairs, I, I guess, his description. So, like, you know how we talk about knowing something in our gut? Like, that's the belt of truth around our waist. Mm-hmm. Um, and that for us, living as righteously, righteously, why can I not say that? Right. I should probably Righteous, work that out before Sunday. Righteousness. Living, <laughs> living in Living this, with righteousness. Yes, living with righteousness, Brett. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> but that in some way, that's the best thing we can lead with, like mm. a breastplate into the world. Mm. Um, and then we should always be ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. And oh my goodness, you know, I am often ready to, you know, correct someone, rebuke someone, but are we really ready? Like, do we go out into the world ready to proclaim peace? I don't know. It's just really this beautiful thing. Um, take the helmet of salvation. You know, we have to remember with each day that we are offered God's saving grace. It has already been given to us, and we are simply to live into it, at, even imperfectly. So, and and all of these all of these things are uh, attributes of God, right? Uh, yes. Righteousness, peace, truth. Uh, faith, truth, salvation. All of those things we are putting on God. Um, and I and I and I love that. Um, that they are all in many ways uh, protective. The only thing that's offensive in this whole thing is the sword of the spirit, which we do not yield in any way. Um, that that is that is completely of God, um, and so everything uh, that we put on is is of defensive of of a defensiveness. Uh, and the only thing that is offensive in this whole metaphor is something that we don't even hold. It's it's the spirit. Yeah, I love that too. And it says right. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I was thinking about how many times getting back to the word of God really cuts through a lot of the noise mm. in, in, in my life. But I think for Paul, as always, there, is, there should be a direct connection between the faith we proclaim and how we live and the choices we make in the world. Mm. Um, and this is an orientation to that that prepares those first century readers and I think can prepare us too. All right, friends, with that, I'm going to leave you with a quote from good old John Calvin, who wrote, Put on the whole armor. God has furnished us with various defensive weapons, provided we do not indolently refuse what is offered. But we are almost all chargeable with carelessness and hesitation in using the grace offered, just as if a soldier about to meet the enemy should take his helmet and neglect his shield. I love that. Let us not be careless or hesitant in using the offered grace of God. That is lovely. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.